They skulked in the dark like animals, the only illumination coming from the fanlight over the front door. It was safer that way, her father said. You'd never know who might be rambling about. He eased open the door and peered left and right. Stars were splashed across the sky and a swingboat moon hung over the street. It was cold for April. I hope there hasn't been an accident, he said. He'll be here soon, replied her mother. Ten o'clock was the time he gave us. It's only five past. She twisted around, her long face creased with irritation. Stand back, Patricia. You don't want anyone catching sight of you. Already, they were using her new name, the name she would be known by in Carrickbrack. It was for her own good, they insisted. She'd have more privacy that way, and privacy was vital. One stray word and a young woman's life could be damaged beyond repair. She might never find a respectable husband or enjoy proper family life. Judgment would follow her, and no good man would want to be tarnished by association. She suspected that using a different name made the situation a little easier for them. It wasn't their daughter who disgraced herself, it was Patricia. Their daughter was dutiful. She sang in the choir and passed every exam. She obeyed the rules. Patricia was a messy imposter. The secrecy didn't end there. They'd found a wig and instructed her to wear it. The hair was long and black and smelled of plastic and cigarette smoke. It's for fear anyone sees you in the car with Father Cusack, her mother had explained. We don't want people asking questions. Sooner or later someone will inquire after me. What then? They'll be told you're in England. What about work? Tell them the same. For a time, she had denied the truth. She hadn't said anything because she hadn't been able to admit it to herself. Then she'd bargained with God or the universe or whatever was out there. Make it go away and I'll change. I promise. When finally, she'd confessed, time had speeded up. The questions, the looks sipping between her parents, her mother's weeping, her father's controlled fury. They'd all blurred together. She regretted not running away. She'd considered getting the bus and boat to London. But she knew no one there, and the few pounds she'd saved wouldn't have lasted long. Where did we go wrong? Her mother kept asking. We didn't, her father said. Some girls are raised to be no better than tramps, and that was never the case in this house. Her feelings are her own. Although neither parent was given to displays of affection, Patricia had always assumed they loved her. Their love had shown itself in polished shoes and a new school coat, dinners on the table and drives to the sea. Compared to many parents, their use of the wooden spoon had been sparing. Sometimes they spoke about the sacrifices they'd made. Other girls were forced to leave school at 15 and earn their keep. She'd been allowed to complete the leaving cert. They spoke too about how girls were a constant worry. She remembered fragments of conversation, her mother saying to a neighbour, You're always nervous with girls. You're better off with boys. Boys are straightforward. After a couple of hours, her father's rage had eased. He'd left, only to return thirty minutes later with the parish priest. Father Cusack's white hair was combed into an elaborate arrangement, but it wasn't thick enough to mask his pink scalp. The lines on his face were deep, like cracks in dried mud. 
Her parents brought him into the good room where he sat on the brown sofa and lit a cigarette. He took a pull and exhaled a long curl of smoke, save for brief admonishment for the shame she was bringing on a well-respected family, there was no anger. He had the air of a man performing a familiar ritual. Patricia focused on the strip of green and orange wallpaper that was peeling from the wall behind him. Out on the street, some girls were skipping. In giddy voices they chanted, Cinderella, dressed in yellow, went upstairs to kiss her fella. Remind me again, said Father Cusack. How old are you? Nineteen, is it? Twenty, Father. And how many months, do you think? Four, she replied, her voice stronger than she felt. Perhaps five. The baby's due in August, then. There's no chance the father would be willing to marry you, is there? God, no, that definitely won't be happening. Hush, said her ma'am. You're in no position to be speaking like that. All I'm doing is telling the truth. 